Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, welcoming you to episode 62 of What the Dice. I've got no announcements for you this week, but I have something a little bit more. It's an episode that ends with a two, which that means it is time for a podcast shout-out. This week is two. Everything's a Mimic. Everything's a Mimic is a TTRPG set in the world of Aurora. Their GM, Nick, guides his players, Ryan D, Chris, Ryan Bennett, Andy, and Cody, through this strange and wonderful world, dealing with all sorts of creatures that they encounter. These guys bring all sorts of really, really weird jokes, and their characters I cannot tell you if they are chaotic neutral, lawful neutral, I, I don't know, but they're great. You never know what kind of things they're going to get themselves into. If you are interested in listening to these guys, they are available on all major streaming apps. And you can find them on Twitter, at Everything Mimic. So why don't you go and follow them, and tell them Dan the GM says, Sup? Past that, get your favorite drink, get your favorite chair, and sit your butt down and enjoy this week's episode of Insert Echo Here. What? 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 The, the, the dice. dice. Our eyes stare off into the ocean, hearing the sound of the crashing waves striking the coastline. The salty air filling our lungs and giving us a fresh breeze. The old storyteller sits on his stool, idly running his fingers across the pages of the book. Well, me friends, it seems as if Defibulus is having quite the trouble dealing with the death of his brother. Though he is free of his brother's murderous rampage and seeking out him, he still is now missing a part of his family. The last part, in fact. But heroes like Defibulus, Clyde, and Kalila, their work, their work is never done. Now, the Fibulus must make the decision on if he is going to head back to his homestead and claim his birthright, or if he is going to continue seeking out the strange items that help push back the darkness. Well, me friends, before they do that, they must have a chance to talk and do a little shopping. Sit back, me friends, and hear me tail. Kalila and Clyde return back home. The sun is set and the moon has started to rise. The air in the holy city is cool and crisp. Inside, 
You do not see Defibulus, but you do see Ishul working away at making a cooked meat of some sort. It could be boar or it could be elk. It is hard to tell from the smell. Not going to complain. Okay. Well, I will come in and just greet Ishil. He gives you a, a bow. Glad to see you're still doing well, my friend. Yes. The the city has been most amazing to me. Have you heard any word about how your hometown has been, been going? Yes, and it is disheartening, to say the least. My nephew has taken it upon himself to make an effigy of himself, claiming that he is the one true priest of the one true God. He wouldn't have happened to give a name of this one true God, did he? No, but by what we have heard, he has been acquiring bones to make the effigy. Well, we'll so I believe frown to hear that. I believe that my nephew has fallen under the allure of the bone god. It seems like many far and wide are. Yes, well, we must push back the darkness. That is the first step. Desna sent me on this mission, and I'm happy you're with me. I am happy to be feeling well. Well, she will sit down for dinner. Clyde, Defibulous. I am putting on my new armor and I will sit down for dinner. Okay. Defibulous. Uh, he's probably still upstairs tinkering. Kalila will go and get him. <laughs> nah. Hey! Dinner's ready. Pointing her head around the corner of the door. What? Food! Are you hungry? Eh, kinda. I'm still upset about that rifle. I'm upset about a great many things. What else is on your mind? Come down and talk about it with dinner. That's kind of weird talking to my dinner. Well, then talk to Clyde and I. Is that a cat thing? And yes, it is a cat thing. I have talked to my prey before. Okay, that, that's concerning. What? Everybody does it. You talk to your weird things, motioning at his guns. Oh, that's not talking to them. I talk to myself. There's a difference. And that makes it better? Yep. Right. Just come down to dinner. <sighs> Alright, fine. Stay up here and starve. <laughs> now I'm coming down for dinner just to spite you. Whatever works. <sighs> Kalila the mother. <laughs> right? I give def I'll come down anyway. One second. Sarcastic mother. Yeah. It has the name word cat in it. Sarcat. Sarcastic <sighs> 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 <Catastic> person. <laughs> Would you say that it is catastrophic? I don't know if I'm going to leave these bad jokes in or not. You better. You should. Anyway. That would be a catastrophe if you didn't. See? You've got to be kidding me. Ah, see, now <laughs> he's, he's getting into it. <laughs> Anyway, so you guys are sitting at meal. The Fibulous, how long does it take before you decide to finally come downstairs? Uh, once he's finished up with the axe musket, he'll drag it downstairs with him. Okay. Once he's down for dinner, 
Shoko, so now tell us what's bothering you other than the fact that the dragon rifle might be destroyed. Oh, well, there's that. The fact that my brother has been selling complete garbage all across the realm to everyone and it now the family has a bad name for it. Um... But doesn't that help us technically if we're going against your brother and he's been selling crappy things? Well, I don't think we're going to be going against him unless he's blowing in the wind. Well, not him specifically, but like the people who are getting that that equipment. Yeah, I mean, it's good in one way, but it's just one ginormous mess is all I'm seeing is the, the, the family's, you know, legacy is gone. I have to clean up the mess that my brother created. I have to deal with his now, probably soon to be very angry widow. And yeah, now, like I said, everything's just kind of all strip bolt, broken brass bolts. And, you know, I only left home because I was being chased by my murderous brother who was bound to get rid of me. And that was my whole reason for being out here was to run away from my brother. So he didn't kill me. And now I kind of got to figure out what I'm doing now. So you can choose to stay with us and keep hunting these items. We can make a pit stop back at your home to see if it's even possible to retake. Cause you're right. The widow is probably going to be kind of ragey and blaming you for the death of her husband. I mean, I blame her for marrying him personally, but that's just, that's on her. Did she, was she there when your brother tried to kill, killed everybody? You know, if she was, I never saw her. But then again, um, it was like mom, dad died. A couple weeks later, brother and sister died. And then someone warning me that my brother was going to kill me. Who warned you? Uh, it was my the friend of the family. He he heard something about what was going on. He came home, came to check the seat, check on everyone. And well, Uncle Rellin, the dwarf that I left the, the gun with, you know, warned me that uh, stuff was going to happen. So why don't we go back and check in with him and see if it's possibly safe for you to come back or if we need to wait. Yeah, I want to check on him because my brother had the dragon rifle that I left in his care. That could mean he's gone too. Hmm. How far away is he? From the holy city or from where I live? From here. Uh... Maybe three or four days travel from here. Well, the Rat Scholar did give us another mission. He didn't give us a precise date when we were to, I guess, travel to this place called Godfell. Oh, Clyde. Yes, sir. I don't know if it's like okay for paladins to shoot people, but I'm willing to teach you how to use this as a. Uh, axe shotgun. It's too too big and heavy for me to wield. But I, am, I think it would be a little more effective than that bow you're using. I am willing to learn. And I don't see why we would not be able to shoot people since we shoot people with bows and arrows. This is just a better projectile. Well, you know, there are some weird people who've told me that firearms are evil and the tools of some random evil god person, I guess. Well, when I did detect evil, nothing came up on it, only that orc, so I would say it's not evil. 
That's good. I Wait, will teach you. Defibulus's brother didn't pop up as evil to you, Clyde? Nope. He did not. She's that... a little confused at that. And that's the other thing that is kind of upsetting me. I kind of thought my brother was evil with, you know, plotting everyone's murders and whatnot. Uh, and then yeah. he's not evil. I just had a thought. Hmm. What if his facade was changed and that wasn't your brother it was somebody else acting like your brother to fool us correct to think that he's dead but well i mean it, that's possible but it, he also was wearing my father's signet ring which only we wear oh i don't know if it's enchanted like that but i have never seen anyone outside the family wear it so unless um, it was a very elaborate ruse to draw him back to home so they could find him and put him in the place that they wanted. Defibus will just grunt and drop his head on the table. Kalala will just reach over and just pat him on the head. I say we go check out the family friend. I agree. It sounds at least safe enough. It might give us an idea of what's going on at the homestead before venturing out there. And then we potentially come back and go on this mission that the rat wants us to go on. Oh, I also did kind of learn a way to open locks with gunpowder that's loud. I'm going to have to revise this, though. At least it's a method. Yeah, I went down to the Undercity and overheard some people talking about how to use gunpowder to open locks. It's an interesting way to do it, but you're right, it would be loud. So do you think the Rat Scholar is going to mind if we delay this mission a week? Uh, I think he'll just. I think he's honestly going to forget about us for a bit because he's going to be running around with that sword slapping people. Yeah, that's a possibility. Probably that Tony guy. He got whacked a couple times already. What do you say, Clyde? Uh, I actually agree with that. It's okay if we delay it a little bit. There's nothing excessively pressing, like the you know, like we had with an orc invasion and everything. I think we'll be okay. If the object is truly there, it's still going to be there. Correct. I'll go back to the Rat Scholar in the morning and inform him of a week's delay because we have a personal matter to attend to. And at least make sure that this isn't that time pressing. Not to say that, you know, chasing the darkness back isn't an important mission that my god and your god and something led him here to do. I mean, if it helps you guys, I can just create my own, randomly create my own mechanical god for you to talk about since I don't have a god? No, it's fine. It's <laughs> no. I wonder, could I create a god using mechanical parts? Please. There probably is already like the, something like that. Are you guys going to be planting a Mexi seed as well? Yes. Okay. Kalila is. We said we were going to do it the next night, so unless like somebody stops her. I'm not going to stop her. I'm just god. Don't mind me. No, wait, I'm Satan, that's right. That's alright, we still don't mind you anyway. Planting a seed, then. Alright. Planting a seed. As always, an hour or so later, you feel a deep rumble as the tree fully sprouts in the back. A door appears with an isolate. Well, I will walk up again. Tap, tap, tap. Till I got to, like, knock last time. She wants to knock this time. 
The eye slit opens up, and two eyes peer out. Who are you? What do you want? You don't do recognize me by now? Oh, it's the cat person. Do well, you speak before you look? Yes, yes I do. How many people do you have knocking on your door? Well, let's see. Between one and too many. Well, 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 let me open the door. Hold on. Yeah. And this lock, and, and this lock. Trip, trap, get out of the way. Get good. Opening the door, the smell of incense fills your nose. It seems as if he has been doing a lot of cleaning. Armor is finely polished. The miscellaneous bric-a-brac have been placed in order, giving a clear view of all the shelving. The dice monsters are not caged and are freely moving around. Being able to lift and push things around, it looks like they have taken it upon themselves to help organize the shop. Maximilian walks behind his counter and leans forward. Well, go on, do your shopping, and make sure you don't make any messes. I have spent many a day cleaning. It's been like a whole hour since I've seen you last. Hour? What? You think I f my time flows the same as yours? Actually, no. yeah, I kind of did. No, it has been only a few hours since you've last seen me. I have taken this time to make my shop a little bit more acceptable, seeing that the young Reginald has taken it upon him to shop with me more often. So, I have decided to make this more acceptable to the noble, and it means it's easier to find things. I found a shoe. I was wondering where that shoe disappeared to. I always assumed that Willie or the twins got a hold of it and chewed it to Kingdom Come. By the way, while he's rambling, Kalila just kind of walked around him and started looking around. That's fine. Well, he's behind the counter, so you'd just be walking past him. You know what I meant. So, who would like to go first? I'm looking through stuff again, sorry. No, you're good. Well, I went shopping pre-ahead, pre and I know that there's definitely a, sh uh, a, a new bow that Kalila's going to be very interested in about. Okay. Would you like to be the one that starts then? I guess. All right. After rumming she for a minute or two and seeing a interesting designed bow that has a shield attached to it, Kalila's going to go, what's this one? Looking over to you, he looks at the bow... He goes, well, let me see if I can remember who I acquired this from. No, no, wasn't that. I think I found this in the shop when I first moved in. It is a shielded bow. I recently put it back on display because I thought someone would want it. The shield is sharpened just enough so if someone gets a little too close for comfort, you can bash them in their face. I even sharpened the edge, just so you can gouge out an eye while you're out it. Can I see it? Sure. He hands it to you. She'll take it, investigate it. Well, do you want it? Or are you just gonna play with it? I don't know. Can I test out hitting something with it? He grabs a piece of wood and places it in front of you. She'll smirk while she was sitting there contemplating hitting him with it. But give a give a test whack with it and see if she likes the the functionality. Yes, I'll take this one. That'll be four thousand gold pieces. Well, 
Actually, yeah, she'll take it. Okay. Can someone subtract 4,000 from the group loot, please? Did it. Thank you. Oh, and then she'll hand back her old bow that she bought from him, going, how much to sell this back to you? Uh, he looks at it and he goes, wow, you've used it quite a bit. Oh. Actually, not a bit. I've hardly used it. I don't know. There's lots of dust on it, and it looks like it has seen its fair share of use. It looks like it's got some fiery singe marks on it. It gives it character. Hmm. Well, I will give you 1,500 for it. Kalila knows how little she used that bow and is just rolling her eyes at him. But we'll accept it. You also notice that he does have some new potions on display. In case anybody didn't look. I was giving everybody else a chance. So that way I'm not the only one, like, claiming up things. Yeah. Trust me, there's a list of things I will go through. Anything else, Miss Cat Person? Plenty, but give me a moment. Mm. What about you? Oh, the tin can's not a tin can anymore. Looks like you've finally gotten bit by the style bug. Not quite sure about that, but I have been gifted um, quite a few items from my god that I am very uh, happy about. Well, at least you're happy. Yes, that's all that matters. In my thought process, um, my happiness is also conjoined by my teammates' happiness. I'll keep that comment to myself. Is there anything I can help you with? I believe so. There are the uh, potions that you have in here. Yes. I have found a large stash of them hidden deep within the roots of my tree. One of these days, I should actually take the time to inventory this place. Yeah, which Kalila is going to come up behind Clyde going, I was interested in those too. <laughs> uh, I would like uh, to buy uh, 10 cat eye potions. He hands you the 10 of them. That would be 1,000 gold? 1,000 gold. Yep. Correct. 1,000 gold. <clears throat> Since we're looking at potions, I, I would like to purchase, like, five large health potions, please. All right. He hands you five of them. All right. Someone subtract 250. Anything else for you, ex-tin-can man? Sorry. I am um, doing all the calculations and subtracting and everything. So it's yep, Defibulous' turn while you math. Mr. Gunman, how can I help? Mmm... Can you tell me about these bullets or these powerless charges? I mean, how are they working? He pulls out one of them and shows you a simple black cylinder with a small little brass head. Well, you see, you put this in your musket and you pull the trigger. Then it shoots out and you can just drop another one in. Mm, that would be rather useful. Pre-packed for your pleasure. Or for someone else's displeasure. The last few people I've shot, I don't think they appreciated it. Well, it seems as if you like things very special, Mr. Gnome. I have these strange bullets. They do need to be loaded like your standard rounds. But they are free of charge. He holds out 
five shots or five small balls that look like they are made from thorns and vine that are just slightly bigger than your normal musket shot. Hmm. Interesting. What are their effects on the barrel when fired, though? Well, free. these are free of charge. I, I've been experimenting with these strange things, and I feel like I have come across something. I have made them for you, and I've made some designs for arrows, and then I also, for the X-Tin Man, made one to fit in his little slot sword. Oh. Alrighty, I'll, I'll bite. Do you want me to test them out on uh, in the field and then come back and tell you how they work? Yes, and if they are nice and usable and if you think you will use them again, we will make more of them and add them to the shop. So would you like them? Sure, I'll, uh, I'll test them out for you. Very good. So these shots are going to do 1d6 extra damage and then... After you shoot, no matter if you hit or miss, I need you to roll a d100 or percentiles. I think I have a d100 floating around here somewhere. I have percentiles. I'm not that cool. But you have a lot of dice, what can I say? Yeah. He's like, um, I would also like to purchase a couple other items from you. Absolutely. How may I help you? Uh, this ring here, this, uh... Uh, he picks up the, th the tag on it. Uh, Masterful Merchant's Ring. I'd like to buy one of those. What is it called? Ring of Masterful Merchants. Number seven, under accessories. Thank you. It's a very beautiful ring. I stole it off of a man who thought he could outbid me in a merchant's gamble. Well, that's rude. Well, he's missing his hand, too, but I'm not going to sell you that. That is a trophy. To steal at 200 gold. Well, and that also gives you the chance that if anyone ever needs a hand, you can give them a hand. Quite. So you would like that, then? Yep. And uh, there's one other thing I'd like to buy from you. What would that be? 200 shots of your uh, powderless shot. All right, then. I just can't math and figure it out because my brain's not working. You said 200 shots? 400. Okay. So I owe 600 gold in total? Yeah. I'll go ahead and just pay that out of my pocket and leave it. Leave the group a little alone for now. And somehow, like I said, somehow Defibulous ended up with over six, a little over 6,000 gold because he hasn't spent any. So, Miss Cat Person, the X-Tin Can, anything else for you? I'm curious what the stick is. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. Stick. Under weapons, item number 37. Yeah. Ah, this is an ashen boom twig. A very special twig that I have acquired from the earthened realm. It was hand forged by a man who had a hook for an arm that moved. Well, more of a sword that vibrated, but nonetheless. He created this strange twig and... When you pull the strange little twig, the small little trigger, it fires out a cone of damage. It only has five shots a day, because at each time you fire, one berry pops. Do you see this, Defibulous? Holding up the stick. 
Mm, no, I didn't. It looks like a stick. I'm assuming you heard the description since it's not like this tree is massive. I mean, it is, but, you know. I did? I didn't. It's interesting. It's it under, anyway. Weapons and shields, item number 37. She goes, I'm also interested in this other stick. Holding up the, uh, under miscellaneous. Item Lock number it. seven. Yeah, yeah, twig of let me in. Mm -hmm. Well, it is a twig that seems to have an ability to open doors. But it only has one use of it. Because the twig will break. How many do you got? I have three of them that I know of. She'll look back at Clyde and Defibula's going, these might be useful. I would do it. I'd do it until I could. All three? Might as well. We'll take all three. Uh, Mr. Vendor Guy. Maximilian, what? No, I, I keep telling you my name's Defibulous, but you call me everything else, so, Vendor Guy. <laughs> yes, little man. Exactly why I call you Vendor Man. So this Ashen Boom Twig, could it be modified and added to a, like, attached to a, another weapon and used? It's a stick. No. Have you never played guns when you were a child? Pick up a stick and be like, bang, bang, bang. That's what you do with it. Except it actually fires. No, actually, I can't say I did. Um, we were taught better than to do that with things. Well, some children in some realms do that. And they find it all sorts of fun. Uh, around my parents' house, that could have been, you know, a flare tube or some crazy thing you shot someone with. Would you like it? Not at the moment. All right. I have uh, a few things I would like to discuss with um, you about Maximilian. Yes. First of all, this uh, belt here, I see the description is belt of swap. Well, there's two belts. One person wears one belt and one person wears the other. And once a day, you can swap places with each other. Is it limited to people, or could possibly a spider have it? As long as they can touch the buckle, they should be able to wear it. Kalila, I'm thinking since Hugin can uh, quickly and stealthily move around things, um, that switching it with me might be beneficial if it can get to a group and then switch and then I can get all of the uh, attention and everybody can come up from behind technically it is once a day though yes okay mm -hmm. so if he can go up a wall and then down another wall and then switch with me and everybody turn towards me you are already like you and defibulous are already in vantage points to take shots or do whatever because we have range exactly i don't see why it would be a bad idea okay is everybody okay with um or me? it could be i with my acrobatics hugan and i could it doesn't either way we're, we're both faster and more stealthier than you correct but in this way, um, you can already be in position instead of them swapping with me, because then I would be on the ground. 
<laughs> I don't think I can climb a tree and then swap with you. I wouldn't leave you in a tree, Clyde. But sure, as long as it could fit Hugin. Perfect. Um, I would like to purchase that. All right, here you go. I have a, another uh, question. This yes. stone of bonk by its description. If I throw it to someone and they hold on to it and I say bonk, will it activate? It would be ripped from their hat. Okay. Because oh, it says causes whatever is holding the stone to fly. Oh, then that is what it does. So it would pull them up. So it would work if I say the word bonk? Yes, it would raise you into the sky and then you would have to find a way to land safely. <laughs> oh, I think that's probably the first laugh that um came from. So, Kalila, hmm. what do you think about if we threw this, you know, it's just a glowing stone to somebody, or we had you place this on someone stealthily, and then we say bonk, and they go flying through the air? Hmm. Is there a weight limit? I would have to ask. That's not what it says. Let's just say medium-sized creatures and smaller. To be fair. So what do you think about that? Give it a whirl. All right. I will take the Stone of Bonk and the Belt of Swap. Anyone else have anything else you would like to purchase? Yes. Lila's going to pick up the ring and go, Ring of Hitmore. Explain this one. It is a small ring with a sword cut into the band. But it says it's plus two to damage, not to hit. Yes. You tap it and you swing hard. Oh, it should be simple action. That is my bad. So it is a melee ring though then, right? No. It means you swing or pull harder. So it makes you feel stronger and it makes you do a little extra damage. Would it work with a gun, though? It's just out of curiosity. Or a bow. It would. Oh, I could see. It would not work with a firearm. No. Okay. Because you're not using strength. Right. I'll take it. Anything else, my friends? Maybe. Hold on. I'm going to look at the arrows. Tin Man. X Tin Man. I need to find a new name for you. Shiny man. Clyde. You want to be boring. How many clients do you know? In my existence? Too many. Is that more than one? Now, wouldn't you like to know? That would be the purpose of questioning, wouldn't it? I have a question about these arrows. Which ones? Bouncy and Seeker. Okay. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. So bouncy is regular damage on first target. Second target takes half with... Within a 20-meter range. Okay, so it's technically firing a second arrow at something I designate as the second target? It it has to be 20 meters away from that first target. Okay, does it select it randomly, or do I get to pick? It's random. Okay, so as long as it is something within 20 meters, it will target it. Right. That is an enemy. Yeah. The seeker arrow, you pick. And it adds a D8 to damage for the mm -hmm. first hit 
and the second hit, or is it... It will add D8 to the first hit, and then it does medium range, or it does standard damage to the second. And they're sold in bundles of five? Correct. I'll take two bundles of both. Okay. 440. I'll take the crystal of the wild. Okay. If I remember to use it, hopefully I will. Alright. Oh, you have the saw edge in there right now? Oh, the saw edge crystal? Yes. Yeah. Anything else from anyone else? I'm good. Yeah, I think I have one more thing, but let me write this down quick. Yep. So, the brown cloak, which is 5,000, I'm going to talk to the party that this could be immensely uh, helpful against spellcasters. Where are you talking and where? What? Armor. It is armors number 10. It completely cancels a target action. That does sound nice. Who would get that? Now, come on now. Read it right. This is a podcast. I want people to know what these things are. Adds no AC, but one once a day Someone's summons a fox. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. Oh, I don't know who would uh, use it. I mean, anybody could. But um, it sounds quite effective to totally cancel on somebody's action. Then get it. All right. I shall receive and get this unless all right aren't you wearing a cloak that helps your stealth i have it i'm not currently wearing it because i didn't need to currently okay so it's it's gone back into group loot yeah the cloak plus two move silent just wear like five cloaks on top of yourself you'll be good yeah they stack i mean i'm the one always sneaking around i could always just take the cloak i'm not i'm just wearing a basic cloak do it. Take it. I will take that then. While you get yourself a brown cloak. Do it now. Come on, kill me. Do it. Do it now. You have to get to the chopper. I don't know. I mean, I was kind of investigating this wand of ink blast, but Kalila sucks at using wands apparently and can't figure out magical items. But maybe it's too soon and it's tentacles, so of course I'm going to go to it. Also, Clyde, are you switching your bow to that rifle Defibulous gave you. He can't use it yet. I can't. I, I have to train him. Have you? Did you see this short bow of pine holding up the short bow to show Clyde? Uh, I know you don't use your bow that often, but you did recently. Maybe we should get you one better than just a regular bow. Um, honestly, I would say that would be great if I would continue to use a bow, but I think as I learn, um, the gun will be okay, and with the belt swap, I might even be able to get in closer faster. That's fair. Just thought I'd ask, and she'll put the bow back. Mm, I'm gonna have to remeasure your spider for that articulated armor thing. Yeah, Hugin did grow. I'm gonna have to find a way to ride him into battle like a mount. You know, <laughs> Delilah's gonna also purchase just from her own stash two, no, three three things of remove curse because that just sounds smart oh okay i can remove curses yeah only so many times a day three just in case okay just in case it's only 150 gold it's fine anything else you would like to purchase from maximilian's shop i think i'm okay 
I want to double check. Double-headed arrow adds 1d4 damage to attacks. So it's just adding damage, correct? Okay. What's with this swarm of hornets? A swarm of hornets to the field. What does a swarm of hornets do since they don't cause damage? Swarm of uh, the swarm has 15 HP. The fired arrow that upon reaches the target bursts into a cloud of angry stinging hornets. The hornet takes up a one by one square. Hornets deal one d two d four damage to all creatures in the cloud. Each creature must take a fortitude check of 12 or be poisoned for 1d4 rounds and suffer 2 poison damage per round. After 3 rounds of combat, the co the swarm disappears. So basically it follows whatever target you hit or it stays in the square if you miss. Can you intentionally miss and eat up a square so that way people have to voluntarily step into a swarm of hornets? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to buy two bundles of those. Please don't shoot Defibulous with those. I accidentally missed once. You know, I'm actually really excited to see how well these work in, a, in an actual setting. That's if Kalila uses them. She has a couple different arrows, and she always goes for the thistle. That's because it's the only good arrow I have right now. The only other arrow I have is a regular arrow. What's that? You want you want Defibulous to make up oh. more items? What's that? I want more arrows? What, what's I, that? I, I want something that will help me heal people. And to answer Clyde's uh, comment, there's the arrows of kindness that deal D4 minus 2 damage but heals for 2D6. Yeah, I saw that. God, I don't like the idea of someone shooting me to heal me, though. <laughs> I know! Oh, sorry, guys. I mixed up the horned arrow with the heal arrows again. No, 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 something My that bad. helps, like, heal for more, because I can do ranged touch attack heals if I want to. Yeah, the problem is some of these things, they're good ideas, but they're not better than what we have. I could just throw a potion of healing at you. I mean, I can load a po potion in my gun and shoot it at you. <laughs> at least, yeah, I mean, at least there's not bullets of heal. Shoot your party members for, like, 1d4 damage. I'm gonna come up with this tonight now. <laughs> I was gonna. I was just about oh. to do, say that too. But I, I think I have all of the things that I am interested in. But I also know that I have spent like eight grand for me. Maybe, maybe more. Well, some of it's group loot, but you know. All right. As you guys exit Maximilian's shop and return into your home, I need a perception check. No. 19. Okay. Nat 1. Although I am going to pick up the seeds. Clyde? Just go with no. Okay. Defibulous, you notice on the counter where you guys were having dinner a single black bordered letter upon you see the words Kalila, Defibulous, and Clyde. Hey guys. You know, every time you have that tone, it's never good news. There's an ominous looking letter with our name on the counter. All our names on the counter. Cute cue the paladin to detect evil now. I detect evil now. It is not evil. It is not evil. Uh detect magic. 
I was just gonna go, well, open the scroll. It is not magic. Can you detect magic? No, I meant for Kalila to do it. Oh, okay. I don't know, but you can. You've got mail! It is not magic. Perfect. Well, Kalila suggests and motions Defibulus uh, to open it. Defibulus will grumble about exploding letters and go and open the letter. As you break the wax seal on the letter and open it, you begin to read what is written. It is a letter from the priestess. Heroes of the Holy City, my heroes, Defibulus, Kalila, and Clyde, I wish to speak to you in private tonight. I am not held captive, nor am I in duress, but the paladins believe it is safest for me to stay within my room and the study, seeing as little people as possible, seeing that there is some strange disease that is spreading. I need to speak to someone that I can trust. Come to the temple tonight. I will leave my study window ajar. Do not let any of the paladins know you are coming to see me. Hmm. Well then. Did you read it aloud or silently in your head? The Phibius would have read it aloud to everyone. Just not in the priestess's voice. I'm sorry. I can just see it to Phibius now. Dear heroes. My dear heroes. <laughs> She'll look at Clyde though going, they don't, she doesn't want us to inform the paladins. That's awfully suspicious. I concur with that. Not only that, I mean, look at the paper, black border, kind of ominous looking for her, isn't it? Hmm. I still say we should go, but trying to sneak into the priestess's chambers? I would imagine that'd be quite guarded. Well, I mean, she said she was going to leave a window open, but I mean, gee, that doesn't sound like anything. Yeah. Uh, Wrong how? We just caught you sneaking into the priestess's window. Hmm, what can people insinuate? Or incinerate, depending on the mood. Mm-hmm. I don't know, did any of you guys see her handwriting beforehand? I saw her draw symbols into the ground. Uh, did it match anything close to what she looks like her writing does on this? Probably not. It was just the symbol of Desna. I don't know, I figured, I've seen God stuff have lots of writings and symbols in it. Well, the question is, do we think it's suspicious and just a false thing to get us into a trap, or is it the priestess is in trouble and can't trust the people around her? Well, she says she's not in, in distress or duress, so I guess we, we might as well go check it out. If we get in trouble, we'll just keep the note with us and make sure it doesn't vanish or anything. And wait, how did anyone not notice this note being brought in when we have Ishel in here and our house person? Where is Ishil? She looks around. Sitting where the uh, the fireplace is, reading a book. Ishil? Yes. Was anybody in here other than you? No, not that I can think of. Did you hear any bumps? No. Did anybody ask you to leave us a note on the table? No. Since you all left to do your shopping, it has been quiet. I have been reading a book. Clyla's going to sniff the air. 
See if she smells anything other than what should be in her house. Perception. Nat 20. You smell the very distinct scent of the Undercity. She goes, ah. Okay. I smell the Undercity. Somebody was here. Well, I mean, I was in the Undercity earlier today. Good point. Just going to sniff him and see if it's the exact same or if it's different. It smells fresher. She goes, no, it's different. This is fresher. I don't know how to take the fact that I was just sniffed. So fresh and so clean, clean? You don't know how to take being sniffed. <laughs> she goes, it's different. This is a fresher scent. Well, they didn't steal anything or disturb anything. They just snuck in and left us a letter. We really got to work on security around here. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with that. She goes, so Clyde, you up for sneaking? And she goes to hand him the cloak of sneaking back. Uh, At least you're no longer in plate mail. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, just jingly chain. This is true. Wait, I think there was another item that helped with stealth in Mexi's shop. She's going to look to see if the tree's still there. It is not. Ugh, we'd have to use another seed. It's okay. We will go... I will go slowly, but surely. Question, guys. Hmm? Isn't there, like, a place you can go or a person you can talk to about, like, determining a sor the source of something and figuring out who it sent or why it was sent? Yeah, we could go back into the Undercity and find out. She wants to see us... That's where this came from. But she says she wants to see us tonight, and it's already what time? Evening. Mm. Looks like we go tonight. You guys have decided to go visit the priestess then. I was waiting for them to confirm that. Yeah, I believe so. I think that might be the best. Well, have you guys noticed any sicknesses going around town though, either? What do you mean, sicknesses? Pill point of the letter. It mentions a uh, like illness or sickness going around. She might be referring to the people who uh, were back in Narrow Cloud. Remember them just gallivanting into pleasure and then you also have the bone sickness yeah the bone sickness goes, but we just got back from a fish temple and fighting your brother it's not like I haven't been meandering around the city Clyde and I stayed up in the uh, with the rat scholar in the institute learning about what the place we're about to go visit mm -hmm. I haven't stopped to observe the people so whoever left it obviously wanted us to find it and was good enough to get past Ishel, Rune, and our house lady, where I have no idea where she's wandered off to. She doesn't live with you guys. She shows up when you need her. Oh, I thought she yeah. was living at the place. No. No, that's Ishel. She got pa they got past Rune, and they got past Ishel, so obviously they got some skill. I'm just going to pick up the letter and sniff it and see if it smells like the priestess or if it just smells like pure Undercity. You can definitely smell what would be considered higher quality perfumes or oils. She goes, well, the sweet smell on this paper definitely suggests that it comes from not the Undercity. It smells like incense and perfumes. Uh, I'd say the hell with it. Let's go see what she wants. I agree. It's just suspicious that she's having us do this against informing anybody. Well, didn't she tell us not like to talk to Mr. Sir Hair doesn't move in windstorms about something at one point? No, the rat scholar told us not to tell them about whatever happened. This is the first time the priestess has told us not to say anything to anybody. You know, for a holy city, there is a sure whole lot of uh, secrecy. 
that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but you have to think, you have to think uh, that it is every god, so good, evil, bad. Yeah, you do have a point there. Well, Kalila will take off the cloak and hand it back to Clyde. Ah, here we go. As you guys prepare to go visit the priestess under the cover of darkness behind the city guard and paladin's back, we are calling this episode here. Well, me friends, it seems as if the agents have received a strange black-bordered envelope with a message from the priestess. She wants them to sneak into the temple under the cover of darkness. I don't know about you, but all of this seems very, very suspicious. Well, me friends, you will just have to wait to find out if this is a trap. Or if it is how the priestess must communicate with the heroes of the holy city. And as always, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 